welcome to the show, everyone. I know you could have put on some music or a movie, but you chose this little show of mine. Hallelujah. If you're joining for the first time, we are here to amplify the artistry of Black, Brown, and Indigenous poets. Why? Because we don't talk about them enough. They make the most piercing art, and we need to center their voices. To my people's push to the margins, I see you. I am your host, Larissa Denise, and this season I am hitting topics, themes, poets, and poems to make you fall in love with poetry. There's so much to cover. I hope you're doing well. Today, we are talking about something very near and dear to me, family. So (laughs) since the pandemic, uh, I'm sure everyone has either fallen in love with their family or made some major decisions. (laughs) Because listen, I love my family dearly. Um, We laugh, we listen, we cook, we pray. Glory! I have so much to be grateful for because of them. So a little bit about me. I have been living out of my parents' house in the Bay Area for seven years now, away from home for at least seven years now. Um, I went to New York to do it big in Queens. Amazing time. Loved it. All the good things. But I definitely you know, hated the vermin of the subway and the blatant wealth inequalities expressed by rampant unhoused populations. That's a story for another day. So I was tired of New York. I, you know, there was a lot of other things in my life that could have drawn me to stay, but um, I felt like I needed something new. I needed something fresh. I decided to turn down NYU and Syracuse, and I was like, let me try Austin, Texas, because why not? Um, So I got my master's here virtually because of the Pandulce, panoramic pandemic, and now I'm moving to North Carolina. So I know personally that communication is what keeps family together. I have been away for so long, and I've tried to do my best to be intentional with texting, talking, calls. You know, we started doing monthly family calls, which have been really nice. Um, we have, you know, there are some people who are more active on social media, so that's one option. I even started a group chat with, like, my cousins and one of my sisters, and, you know, if if you know if you if you know about black cousins like we really do be siblings like black cousins are truly siblings they're extended family you know we did everything together so doing all of those things making it a priority to spend time with people individually keeping myself available is all related to how much family means to me. So today, I'm so excited to share with you a poem from a true legend of poetry, the indomitable empress that is Nikki Giovanni. If you don't know who Nikki Giovanni is, I'm so sorry, baby. I'm so sorry. Somebody has done you wrong. 
like really wrong. Okay, this is living, a living legend and a beautiful soul. She deserves all of the flowers in the garden, okay? She has her own website, Nikki-Giovanni.com, where I found a lot of information about her, and so can you. She has information about her work, her ideas, and all of her awards, which are plentiful. But I'll just say right here a few things that barely scratch the surface of her brilliance. She was born in Knoxville, Tennessee. She has three degrees, one from Fisk University, University of Pennsylvania, and Columbia. Her work has been praised for its distinctly resistive nature. During her early years, she wrote critical poetry about her experiences and wisdom that was labeled militant by some, but is truly about liberation. If you love spoken word poetry, you need to give your nods to Nikki Giovanni because she was one of the first to record her poetry over rhythms and make us really feel her words. If you have Spotify or Apple Music, search Nikki Giovanni. I know Apple Music for sure has some of her albums. You can literally listen to her recite some of her poems, and it is amazing. If you meditate or do anything like that, listen to one of them, because they're amazing. So all the awards that are in her possession, be it the NAACP Award, Grammy nomination, National Book Award finalist, they, they barely scratch the surface of her brilliance. So I'm just going to quote from her biography because it's just so, so good. She says, and I quote, My dream was not to publish or to even be a writer. My dream was to discover something no one else had thought of. I guess that's why I'm a poet. We put things together in ways no one else does. Isn't that so good? Yes! Okay, some of her poetry books include Black Feeling, Black Talk, Cotton Candy on a Rainy Day, Quilting the Black Eyed Pea, and so much more. Today I'm going to recite one of her most popular poems from the book My House, which was published in 1972. Okay, Honey has been writing since way back when with your faves. So the name of this poem is called Mothers. The last time I was home to see my mother... We kissed, exchanged pleasantries and unpleasantries, pulled a warm, comforting silence around us, and read separate books. I remember the first time I consciously saw her. We were living in a three-room apartment on Burns Avenue. Mommy always sat in the dark. I don't know how I knew that, but she did. That night, I stumbled into the kitchen Maybe because I've always been a night person, or perhaps because I had wet the bed. She was sitting on a chair. The room was bathed in sunlight, diffused through those thousands of panes landlords who rented to people with children were prone to put in windows. She may have been smoking, but maybe not. Her hair was three-quarters her weight, which made me a strong believer in the Samson myth, and very black. I'm sure I just hung there by the door. I remember thinking, what a beautiful lady. She was very deliberate, waiting perhaps for my father to come home from his night job 
or maybe for a dream that had promised to come by. Come here, she said. I'll teach you a poem. I see the moon, the moon sees me. God bless the moon, and God bless me. I taught it to my son, who recited it for her. Just to say, we must learn to bear the pleasures as we have borne the pains. Her poetry just makes me feel like, like the feeling when your butt rests in between the cushions of your grandma's cushions. You know what I mean? Like, like you're in the crack of the cushion of the couch and she just cooked like a four quarts hot meal and the lemon cake is sitting on the table. Mm, you know, just powerful black woman vibes. Like, who you know reciting poems inside their poem? Nikki, the moon sees me? Really, Nikki? I keep thinking about the phrase comforting silence that she used in the beginning. Ooh, what is that like, Nikki? To have a comforting silence? Wow, 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 wow. (laughs) Okay, I felt that so deeply. This piece brings so much to the surface for me, and I hope that it did for you too. Here's just a few questions that come to mind for me. When was the last time you saw your mother? Is there any silence that comforts you? When did you first consciously see your parents? What has your mother been waiting for? What does the moon see in you? What must mothers teach their sons? I hope you've been inspired to write after hearing Nikki's poem or maybe just from one of my questions of reflection. Do you see, do you understand why she is a legend? Uh, There's so much of her poetry to read countless poems that are available and accessible online or if you want to purchase things like I said nikki-giovanni.com all of the information will be in the description of this episode as well as online you know where to find me so even if you don't have the best ties to your biological family or there are tragedies too painful to address Think about the family that you've chosen this week for the prompt. You know, I personally um, lost my mother when I was three months old, but I have a stepmother and I have a huge family that loves me. So I feel like mother is just an expanded idea for me. You know, my big sister is a mother, my you know, older friends who look at me like a daughter are mothers in some ways. And there's so many different ways that you can think about familial ties and parenthood and all of those matter. The friends who know you better than anyone else or the mentor who gave you the best advice you've ever received, these are all part of your family, your tribe, your community. So don't be so narrow um, and of course you should be included in this conversation about family. Don't think that because you're adopted or because whatever the situation is that you don't have a family, there's always one that you can create. 
So I hope you get a chance this week to sit down, drink some raspberry tea. This week I'm recommending raspberry tea, okay? Especially for the women. Drink some raspberry tea, put your phone down, and pick up the pen. But before you go, this is a piece called Black Mother, Black Girl. Encased in a womb of red clay, she emerges, eyes covered in mud to protect her tangerine dreams. She is breathing. Deep wells of ancestral hymns are flowing through her veins. She is smiling. Her skin has kissed the sun without ever catching its rays. She is beautiful. Wrapped in a smile like fresh butter to pan, She is here, warm and golden, so bright you'd think I'm bluffing. Captivated by blue mountain landscapes and deep sea floors, she has been here before. In her birth, there is no excitement for who she could be. They know the curve of her hips will rock sweet children. They know her brow will drop from the heat of the morning sun They know her arms will grow islands of resilience with every spatter of grease from the stove. They know her feet will grow warm in the tattered shoes she has worn for decades. They know her smile will track honeysuckle to her lips and sugar to her fingers. In her birth, there is excitement for who she already is because she has to be. you want to find all of our information about what happened this week, what I'm still thinking about, what I'm reflecting on, head on over to our Instagram page at Poetry is Freedom. If you would like to follow us on Twitter, you can find us at Poetry is Free Pod. If you want to follow me, your host, Larissa Denise, on my personal Twitter account, you can find me at Say Larissa Denise. That is S-A-Y-L-A-R-I-S-A-D-E-N-I-S-E. If you want to find where I got my poetry, can I read it again? Oh my gosh, it was so amazing. Go ahead and head over to poetryisfreedom.com. And of course, please leave a review if you loved it. If you hated it, tell me why. I would love to hear all of your thoughts, suggestions, and comments. Y'all have a great day. Free.